Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Funny Podcast, where laughter is a main course and humor is always on the menu. So let's get started, and here's your daily dose of funny. Would you please welcome Mr. Justin McKinney? Wow. Thank you. You seem uh, really excited tonight. Really excited. And for some of you, I don't know if it's because of me or because you're just happy to be watching something other than your children tonight. I nail that? Yeah. I, uh, I have two kids. I have a second grader and a fourth grader. And let me just find out now, how many people have kids? Clap if you have kids. Clap if you have kids. And how many of you want more? Exactly. <laughs> Seemed like a good idea at the time, right? It's a lot of work. It's very stressful. People that don't have kids yet, you don't understand. It's like, when they were both in diapers, that was very stressful because I was a stay-at-home dad. Yeah. Well, my kids didn't stay home. They went to daycare. But I stayed home. <laughs> and that was very stressful, knowing at the end of the day, they'd be back. <laughs> I got friends who are like, hey, enjoy this stage. It's going to be over before you know it. Don't blink. I'm walking around blinking. I'm like... I I'm like, this can't end fast enough. What are you talking about? I couldn't wait to get them into kindergarten. But as parents, you're always learning. I don't know what I'm doing half the time. I'm always learning. Like, I didn't realize when they start kindergarten, before they started school, you got to go to this orientation like two months before. Where they ask you questions like, so where is your child at academically? Uh, the beginning? <laughs> I supposed to be doing something these last few years? I thought I'd bring them to you. You take it from here. I've just been waiting for the free daycare to kick in. Yeah, if you don't have kids, get ready for that daycare. I had no idea how expensive it was. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 
luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Right, we found this non-profit daycare. It was called non-profit. When my two kids were going, it was 25 grand a year. How is nobody making a profit? Did you mean profit with a PH? No profits are there? All right, all right, why does he need a profit? All right, yeah. Sounds like a good idea to me. I don't want to, you know. Supposedly, there's no one's making a profit. And then I'm like, what's going on down there? So I went down there. I go to pick my kid up, right? First week, they're like, uh, they're like Jack really liked the smoked salmon we had today. <laughs> Did he? Did he like the smoked salmon? I didn't have albacore tuna in a can until I was 27 years old. <laughs> Can't he have a fish stick like a normal kid? He liked the smoked salmon. Did you cleanse his palate first with some sorbet? Or did you go right to the smoked salmon from the goldfish I packed him? <laughs> smoked salmon. Then they had yoga in there. They had yoga. Yeah, because, you know, kids are stressed. <laughs> this says it all, right? They say to me one day, they go, yeah, this Friday, just so you know, we got the petting zoo coming here. I'm like, the petting zoo's coming here? They're like, yeah, it's, it's easier. <laughs> what does that say about how difficult kids are? That it is easier to pack up the sheep, the goats, the llamas, the alpacas, the donkeys, the ponies, the pigs. Put them all in a truck. Ship them over there, set up all the cages, ship them all out is easier than getting these little shits to put their shoes on their coats and get out the friggin' door. Hey everyone, uh, sorry to cut in, but I had to ask, is it just me or can anyone else see a group of four-year-olds and tell which kid is probably gonna end up in prison. All right, my kids, knock on wood, currently are not in prison, but I worry about them because they watch these YouTube stars who go into Walmart and they screw with people and they almost get arrested. And I tell my kids, these are not role models. And they're like, what do you mean, dad? They're, they're successful. They've got more YouTube subscribers than you. All right, that's where you come in and I have a favor. Please like this video and subscribe and follow me so I can shut these kids up. Super easy, it's three clicks. It's a heck of a lot easier than getting your kids to appreciate all the crap you do for them, am I right? All right, thanks again, everyone. I hope you enjoy the rest of the special. I mean, what is that costing? To bring the pet and zoo there. They probably would have been fine if they didn't have the pet and zoo. They got stuffed animals, can't they pet those? I mean, do we have to be... He's gonna get older, I'm like, sorry, buddy, I don't have more money to help you with college, but I can still picture you eating that smoked salmon like it was yesterday. <laughs> Remember patting the goat? Why don't you go get your daycare yearbook, we'll reminisce.
Yeah. This daycare had a yearbook. I'm not making that up. I come in, they're like, we're taking pictures Tuesday for our yearbook. I'm like, yearbook? Are you going to have superlatives in this yearbook? Most likely to have a BM before nap time? <laughs> Parents know what a BM is, right? Yeah. If you don't have kids, you might not know. I didn't know. It's a bowel movement. Look, you're explaining it to him right now. It's a bowel movement. Yeah, right? I, I was like you, sir. I thought it was food. I go in, they're like, Jack had two BMs today. I'm like, did he like them? Did he like them more than the smoked salmon? Maybe I should take a BM. He's like, excuse me? I'm like, I should take a BM and some smoked salmon. I mean, I'm paying 25 grand for this. But financially, you're smart. You get two, and that's it. Stop, because if you have three, that 25 grand a year becomes 37 thousand a year, right? It adds up. I've got friends that are like, so are you guys going to have more? I'm like, no. <laughs> you wouldn't want another? Definitely not. You wouldn't want a third? I'm like, put it this way. My wife had her tubes tied and I got a vasectomy. <laughs> and I wear a condom. <laughs> and I pull out. <laughs> and she's not even in the room half the time. We can't take any chances. <laughs> it's expensive. Do you know that they say that one kid costs 250 grand from time birth till he moves out? 250,000 bucks. And you don't get any of that back. <laughs> Kids are a bad investment. Talk about depreciation. Right? They say a car's a bad investment. Once you drive it off the lot, you start losing money. Once you drive that kid off the lot at the hospital, you start losing money. Tens of thousands every year for about 16 years. Then they start driving that car that you've been losing money on. And then you die. Whatever you got left, they get that too. Do I get anything back on this investment? Are there any benefits? You people that don't have kids yet just have to be aware. All right? Someone needs to tell you because it hits you. Eh? You just don't, you don't realize it. Birth control is back in the news again. They're all about whether or not they should be given free birth control to people who can't afford it. Let me just say this. If you can't afford birth control, you can't afford a kid. Okay? You want to get laid, I'll pay for it. <laughs> so I think one of the biggest problems we have in this country is too many people having kids that shouldn't have kids. Right? There's too many people. I mean, everyone, do what you can, man. You know, guys, wear a condom. Guys, if you don't want to wear a condom, just wear Crocs. <laughs> With socks. That'll keep you out of the game for a little while. That'll, that'll happen. 
Women, the birth control pill. Hey, I'm all for it. A lot of people get fired up about the birth control pill. Rush Limbaugh called that woman a slut because she took a birth control pill. Look, I don't think you can call a woman that takes the birth control pill a slut. I think you can call a woman that takes the morning after pill a procrastinator. <laughs> Look, I'm just saying. Some women should be on that morning after pill daily dose. You know what I'm talking about? Put it right in the coffee, the morning after blend. Or whatever you got to do. Look, some people, you got too many kids, you should have kids. Did you hear about the woman just this past Wednesday that left her three-year-old in the corn maze? You heard about this? It just happened Wednesday. Left the three-year-old in the corn maze, didn't notice he was missing until the next day. <laughs> Even in prison, they do a head count at the end of the night. <laughs> you know, they found the boy, and he's all safe and everything. And, you know, an officer, you know, found the boy and, and put, him, put him in the cruiser and showed him a movie. The movie that he showed the boy, I'm not lying, Finding Dory. <laughs> Nothing like keeping his mind off the situation. <laughs> Why don't you show him Annie? <laughs> These orphanages aren't that bad. I mean, she had a good time. A lot of dancing and singing going on in there, so we don't find your parents. <laughs> show him Children of the Corn. So he's safe, and uh, I think they're going to be reuniting um, them back together. But, uh, you know, she's hoping that she gets him back before Halloween because she really wants to take him to a haunted house. <laughs> and uh, I'm sure he... Uh... You know, you always think of the, it, all this stuff costs money when you have kids, you know what I mean? My kids wanted me to take them to a corn maze, so I Googled corn maze, but I accidentally typed in a P instead of a C. <laughs> took me 45 minutes to get out of there. I, I, I got lost and uh, ended up running out of time and we couldn't go to the corn maze, so I saved a few bucks. So it worked out in the end. So let's get that 250 grand down to like 200 grand. Is that too much to ask? I'd like to shave 100 grand off my kids, right? So I'm always thinking of ways, you know. Sad story around uh, where I live. Last year, a, a, a whale washed up and, uh, on the beach. It washed up on shore. It died. It was sitting on the beach for, you know, like a day. And uh, it was a sad story, but it worked out good for me because my kids had been asking me to take them on a whale watch for years. <laughs> Anybody else go check it out? It was... I'm like, come on, kids, we're going on that whale watch. Yay! You're the best, Daddy, I know. He's like, do you think we'll see a whale? I'm like, I bet you five bucks we do. So, won that bet, you know. Down to 249,995 bucks. You see, you just gotta be creative. Just gotta think. You gotta worry about all kinds of things being a parent now. And I know some of you. Some of you might not have kids, and you might never have kids. There's nothing wrong with it. Because let me tell you another something that's getting a little more popular now that you're hearing more and more. Kids killing their parents. 
Oh, yeah. Talk about buyer's remorse. <laughs> Could you imagine that moment, what's going through your head as your kid is killing you? Are you kidding me right now? <laughs> All the shit I've been through. You're killing me? All the no sleep, the practices, the games, the rides, the shit. You're killing me? And can you imagine if you did in vitro? It's like you hired your own hitman. <laughs> I'm just saying. The chances of you being killed by your kids if you don't have kids goes way down. <laughs> I don't want that to happen. I'm doing all the right things, you know. Spending the time. You gotta spend the time with the kids. Love them to death. Gotta spend the time with them. My first grader was reading me a book. I don't know if you've ever had a first grader read you a book. <laughs> it's tough to sit through. He was reading me, Pete the Cat Gets Up to Bat. Familiar with this book? Pete the Cat Gets Up to Bat. Okay, now this is basically the book, okay? This is him reading to me now, right? He's like, Pete gets up to bat. Strike one. Strike two. Freaking strike! He just said it twice, man. Focus. What the hell is that? It's like you just read it twice. They'll do that. They'll read a word twice, then the third time, they, don't, they, don't, they can't get there. I'm like, come on. This book's going to take an hour. You're dropping out on that. So, so the, strike three. Pete strikes out, but he was not sad. He tried his best. Pete is in the field. He drops the ball. But he was not sad. He tried his best. Keep going. Pete tries to score. He gets thrown out at home plate. But he is not sad. He tried his best. I think my kid, I said, Josh, this book should be called Pete Sucks. <laughs> I mean, this book should be Pete the Cat on the bench he sat until he gets his head in the game. I'm sorry, but Pete should not get a trophy. You know what the saddest part is? You know that his parents, okay, probably had to drive an hour and find some field out in the woods to watch this debacle because he was on the travel team. Oh, how annoying is the travel team when you're in first grade? Because when your kid is on the travel team, you're on the travel team. You are the traveler. <laughs> My kid in first grade. Right? I find 
He's on the travel soccer team. I'm like, the travel soccer team? He misses the ball every other kick. He's got to leave town for that? We have to let all the other towns know how bad he sucks at soccer? Right, let's keep that local. We don't need all that surrounding towns knowing. And the games, I got to tell you. The games were Sunday at 2 o'clock in the afternoon. Well, what happened Sunday at 2 o'clock in the afternoon? Football, exactly. So I talked him into quitting. I, I'm like, buddy, you got to quit. You should quit. Like, but daddy, I thought you said quitters never win. Well, you know what? They never lose either. I mean, it's breaking even. That's okay. And we leave now. We get back by halftime. That's a win. <laughs> These sports, man. And I feel bad for hockey parents. Do we have any hockey parents out there? <sighs> Not many of you. <laughs> Yeah, well, there's a, that's a commitment, right? It's like you're up at 4 in the morning, 5 in the morning. The, 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 the equipment costs a fortune. You've got to travel out of state. Sometimes it's up to Canada. I mean, my kids wanted to play hockey, but unfortunately, they've got that ice allergy. <laughs> it's very rare. It's only two cases in the entire country. And what are the odds? <laughs> a little cluster right at the end of my street. Tough break, guys. But it's a whole different time now than when I grew up, you know? It's all different, right? It's gentler, a little softer, right? My two boys were fighting on the couch one day, right? And I go in there, I go, what's going on in here, you know? My second grader says, you know, to the fourth grader, he's like, Jack called me a name. I'm like, Josh? I'm like, you just tell him that sticks and stones can break my bones, but names will never hurt me. They both go, that's not what it is. Like, what do you mean that's not what it is? They go, like, that's not the saying. I'm like, what's the saying? They're like, it's sticks and stones can break your bones and names can really hurt me. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, who told you that, you bucktooth dipshit? <laughs> what, what? What? You can't let a name hurt you. They're gonna be tough. The world's dangerous out there. We're gonna let it know a name. Get over it. It's a name. Did you know they tweaked it? I didn't know they changed it. They updated it. We, you can't look. You can't let a name bother you. We've got Kim Jong Un with nuclear weapons over there on the other side of the world calling us names. Trump's calling him names. They're acting like a couple of school kids. We gotta update it for them. Forget sticks and stones. It's nukes and drones can disintegrate my bones, but names will never hurt me. I don't want World War III starting because they get all mad. Oh, it's a name. It's hard being a parent now, and I gotta be honest. Everything going on in the world, I don't know if I would have brought my two kids into this world if I knew there'd be threat of nuclear war, or terrorism, opioid epidemic. So many friggin' snow days. <laughs> but do you know how many snow days there'd be before you had kids? You don't realize how many there are. 
until you have kids. The worst two words a kid can yell at seven in the morning are snow and day. Well, maybe I'm pregnant, but I got two boys, so I'm all right with that. You know who likes snow days? Teachers. Oh, we got some over here? Oh, yeah. I don't blame you. That teacher workshop. Who are you kidding? That's a mental health day. And I get it. We had a stretch last year where six days in a row, we had either full no school days or two-hour delay days. Six days in a row, there was something. And the two-hour delay, first of all, in my town, they robocall us at 5 a.m. They wake us up two hours early. That's two hours plus another two. That's four hours you got to spend with your freaking kids. I hope you got an iPad. We better get the pot of coffee going. This day's going to suck. They're going to be tired all day. Right? Then the next day, we had a no-school day. You're like, oh, you got to be kidding me. Right? Next day, you had another two-hour delay day. So you're like, all right, you wrap your head around. I can handle two hours. I'll get them off to school. But sometimes the two-hour delay turns into a full no-school day. I think it's all the teachers calling up going, I, I slid right off the road. We can't have school. I'm on my way in. We can't do it. I, I'm in a ditch. <laughs> no school. <laughs> Here's my question. How come it has to go from a two-hour delay to a full no school day? How come we can't have a four-hour delay option? How about that? I'd take it. Or a six-hour delay. If you take my kids from two to three for one hour, I'll take it. I just want to sit in my car and shut my eyes and listen to my radio for one hour. And I love... I love when we have a really bad storm. It's like a blizzard and state of emergency. News has to list all the school cancellations. And they list every one of them, alphabetical, one at a time. How about just putting the school that's still open today? How about that? Or is there a home school that's still firing it up today? And God forbid you live in a town where it's a W or a Y. You have to wait 45 minutes before it gets to the W's and the Y's. You go in to take a piss, you come back, you're like, shit, they're on the A's. Snow days cost us money, right? If you get whether it's work or the, when we have a long, brutal winter, this is what people that don't live in New England don't understand. If we have a long, brutal winter, that costs all of us more money, whether you're heating your home, the plow guy, gas for the snow blower. That's why people that don't live up here don't understand. They're like, how come people in New England are always watching the weather all the time? Why? Because that's the stock market for poor people. <laughs> I don't know if we're making money or we're losing money today. You know why we like 70 degrees? Because it's free. We're not running the heat. We're not running the AC. We're breaking even today. And that's a good day. Winters are expensive in New England, especially when you 
Got the, you got kids, you got the Patriots, you got to keep buying championship gear every friggin' year. Right? Yeah. I'm just saying, a Jets dad, that dude hasn't bought a shirt in 50 years. Right? I'm jealous. Guy's saving up. It's not bad enough that we got to, you know, buy the Patriots stuff. Then, like, this happened. My oldest, when he was nine years old, he wanted his uh, Santa list. He wanted an Odell Beckham Jr. jersey. Wide receiver for the New York Giants. Yeah. Exactly, sir. I, I wasn't quite that obnoxious. But I see where you're going. I like it. You're very, very passionate. No, what I did was I just sat him down and told him the truth about Santa. That's how I handled it, yeah. That he's a Patriots fan. He had to know. No, I didn't tell him really that there's no Santa yet because, you know, but that's coming. And I got to be honest. I kind of can't wait until that happens so I can get rid of that friggin' elf on the shelf. <laughs> Parents, is that not the biggest pain in the ass? <laughs> now, for those of you who don't know, if you're a little bit older and you didn't deal with this because it's only been around like 10 years, I don't know how long it's been around, but let me tell you what, what this whole concept is. <laughs> because we were fine before without the elf on the shelf. We were doing fine. I wasn't neglected because there was no elf in my house. But here's the concept. This woman made like $50 million, right? This elf comes with this little book, and the idea is that Santa sends the elf down at night. And he watches the kids, make sure they're good, right? not, they're not bad. Then he reports back up to Santa. And then he comes back. But every day he comes back, you've got to put him in a different spot. So first of all, remember when Santa used to just know when you were naughty and nice. Now Santa doesn't even want to work anymore. And not only does Santa not want to work, but now I have to work. I gotta move the friggin' thing for 30 straight days. But that's all he's supposed to do. He watches the kids, he goes back. He watches the kids, he goes back. But some parents, because, you know, I don't know. Usually it's parents who have one kid. They got way too much time on their hands. <laughs> My kid comes home, he's like, Aiden's elf brought a gift. <laughs> That's not in the book. What do you mean he brought a gift? <laughs> so then I had to think quick. You know what I mean? I'm like, well, maybe it's because he's an only child. He doesn't have a brother. Maybe Santa feels bad that he doesn't have a brother. My kid's like... I wish I didn't have a brother. <laughs> it's ripping my family apart, this damn elf. <laughs> now, I am all for the idea of having the kids behave, have a little technique, right? You know, teachers, you'd probably want an elf on the shelf right in the freaking classroom, right? Whatever it is. <laughs> Keep them in line. I'm all for that. It, but this whole moving it all the time. Like, I want to come up with one called, for Easter, called the hair on the chair. It just sits there. It doesn't move anywhere. <laughs> It just sits there. Okay? It watches them. Then Easter morning, they get up. They all cut one of his feet off. They have a rabbit's foot, and they stick it in their pocket, and they keep it with them the whole rest of the year. That's a magic foot. You got to behave. 
That foot knows what you're doing. Because the reality is, parents have so much going on. It's like now you've added this whole other thing that we got to try to remember to do. I mean, I'm... Has any other parent, and be honest, I want you to clap, has any other parent ever, for the to- as the tooth fairy, you went in and put the money under the pillow, but you forgot to take the tooth? <laughs> really? All of those parents. How is that possible? I've done it too. We've got one job. Money in, tooth out. How do we screw that up? I'll tell you how, because we got... 50 things we got to think about for the next freaking day. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com/switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. And why are we buying their teeth back? (laughs) For seven years, I've been taking care of him. Make sure he's got the fluoride, the dentist, the cleanings, the brushing them. Said, then they fall out, then I gotta buy them back. <laughs> and I love how the baby teeth are perfect, they're straight, they look amazing. Then they all fall out. The new one's like, Gah! get ready for braces, that's eight grand. Hits are going to keep coming. And my boy tells me the going rate for a tooth is $5. $5, yeah. So you know what I did? I took it out of his piggy bank. He's paying for that. I can't wait to see the look on his face when he finds out that there's no Santa and he was the tooth fairy. <laughs> you mean you, you, you're Santa? Yeah. What about the tooth fairy? Ah, that was actually you, buddy. <laughs> Don't kill me. Funny, right? (laughs) 
But my point is, there's always too much things we have to do. And this, new, this stuff that never existed 10 or 15 years ago is ridiculous. My boys come home in March, right? One year. They come home in March like, Daddy, really important. We got to build a leprechaun trap tonight. <laughs> yeah, anybody do the leprechaun trap? Over here? Yeah. Yeah, I'm like, a what? He's like, a leprechaun trap. Apparently, he tells me that if we catch a leprechaun, he gets to make a wish. So we're teaching kids, you take a hostage... You get to make a wish. But this is what gets me, okay? Now, I, all the stuff I've got to get done, now I've got to make a leprechaun trap. I don't know how to make a leprechaun trap. Does it look like I know how to make a leprechaun trap? Who the hell knows how to make a leprechaun trap? Not to mention the following weekend, we've got Easter coming up, so we're already getting ready for the freaking Easter bunny, right? You've got the elf on the shelf. You've got Santa. you get got the tooth fairy. It's like a halfway house of lies, am I right? <laughs> It's like we're running bed and breakfast full of imaginary people that are never showing up. We're always getting ready for people that aren't coming. No one's coming. We're always getting ready for them. How insane is that? But, you know, try to do the good thing. These kids love these kids to death. Wanted to try to make them a leprechaun trap. I go, look, buddy, go online. Google Images, if you find a trap you like, show me and I'll try to make it, okay? Yeah, did you do the same thing? Yeah. So, I leave them on there, not even five minutes. The bottom right corner of Google Images, there's a topless woman. Breasts out, wearing a shamrock hat. My boy's like, Daddy, come here. What kind of trap is that? I'm like, that's the kind your daddy fell into. <laughs> There's no pot of gold at the end of that. <laughs> you actually lose a pot of gold. <laughs> My two kids are not Super Bowl babies. If anybody's watched the Super Bowl the last couple of years, the NFL has this commercial out called Super Bowl Babies because apparently... Nine months after the Super Bowl, there's a rise in births. So the NFL put out this commercial going, oh, these are all the babies born after Super Bowl 39. This is how old they are now. And these are all the babies born after Super Bowl 43. This is how old they are now. Like, the NFL is taking credit for this. <laughs> like, mom and dad are watching the Super Bowl. They get all horny. <laughs> they go into the bedroom, have sex. Nine months later, there's a baby. All right, do you know what other day happens within a week of the Super Bowl every year? Valentine's Day, exactly. I think that's when married guys are hooking up. <laughs> Ladies, is there any day of the year where a man is less attractive than Super Bowl Sunday? Ooh, beer, breath, and buffalo farts. I gotta have that. Ooh. You are so hot right now. I, I, can't, I can't stay away from you. Love the way your belly sticks out under that replica jersey. I mean, you, you know, you look just like Tom Brady. Yeah, with your old deflated balls. All right. Had to mention it. 
I'm just saying. It's not happening on Super Bowl Sunday. If you're married, it's probably not happening on Sunday. <laughs> Look, it's, I, I got two kids. My first one was, uh, was born in September. You know, it's nine months before September. It's Christmas. My second one was born in February. Nine months before February is June, my birthday. It was a Christmas present and a birthday present. <laughs> Happy Father's Day. Here's your mug. That's what we get, dads. Mugs. Ties. We get a bad rap, guys. I'm telling you right now, we do not... Dads get a bad rap, even out in the wilderness. Dads get a bad rap. If you were out in the woods and you saw a little baby bear cub, you're like, oh my gosh, look at the little bear cub. It's so cute. You're like, oh, don't get too close. Who are you worried about showing up? The mama bear. No one says the dad. He's out screwing off with his friends, apparently. He still can't be around. He's a loser. The deadbeat bear. Maybe he's a stay-at-home bear. He's in the cave. Getting stuff ready, but no. That can't be. That's why we get crappy Father's Day gifts, right? We get the mugs and the ties... Mother's Day, they get, like, spa, brunch, the whole day to relax. You earned it. You earned it. Because you gave birth, and you carried for nine months, and blah, 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 blah. Look, ladies, that's not our fault. We didn't make the system. And look, let me just say this. When you're carrying for those nine months, that's no picnic for us. And have you ever seen a baby being born? Because you're up at the other end. When that head comes out, it's about this big around. It's never going to be the same for us. I tipped the doctor 50 bucks to back it up and come through the sunroof. He's not fitting out the window. Yeah. Like, hook me up, doc. You know, there's a new way to parent now. There's a kinder, gentler way to parent now. If you, if you tell a kid no, and he asks why, you're not supposed to say, because I said so, that's why. That's bad parenting. Oh, they've switched it now. Yeah, it's a, there's a kinder, gentle way. You're supposed to give them a reason, you know? So my go-to reason was because it was dangerous. You know, it's dangerous. And I remember as they were getting a little bit older, my, my one boy wanted some cookies. I'm like, you can have two cookies. He's like, I'm taking four. I just said you can have two. He's like, well, I want four. I'm taking four. I'm like, you're taking two. Why can't I take four? Because it's dangerous. <laughs> He's like, how's that dangerous, Dad? Because if you take four, I'm going to freaking hit you. <laughs> dangerous. But look, all kidding aside, I don't hit my kids. I don't spank my kids. They say you're not supposed to spank your kids now. But they don't say anything about showing them videos of other kids getting spanked. <laughs> That works. <laughs> Parents, you got to get creative. 
I remember one of my boys wouldn't get out of the car. He's like, I'm staying here. I'm like, we're home. Get out of the car. He's like, I'm mad. I'm staying in the car. I'm like, get out of the car. No. So I showed him a video of that doctor getting dragged off that airplane. (laughs) He got out of the car. It's a challenge, everybody. We took him to Disney. This past year, we took him to Disney. And we, uh, yeah, ages seven and nine. And I think that's about as young as they should be. There was another family there, and they're like, this is our first trip to Disney, too. I'm like, how old are your kids? She's like, one and three. (laughs) One and three? And you're taking them to Disney? That's like taking luggage. (laughs) That shits itself. Imagine you're standing in line, you're like, what's that smell? <laughs> oh, it's the carry-on. <laughs> I knew we should have left it in the room. <laughs> you know what my kid's favorite thing at Disney was? Because I got the two boys. They liked the uh, Indiana Jones exhibit. Indiana Jones' whole stunt show. Because, you know, they're fighting, they like the fighting, you know? So we get back home, I let them watch the Indiana Jones movies. I don't know if anyone's watched the Indiana Jones movies in a while. I haven't watched them in 30 years, but I knew I watched them as a kid, so I let them watch them. You know, didn't think anything of it. I didn't watch it with them. Does anyone remember who the bad guys were in the Indiana Jones movies? The Nazis, exactly. I had totally forgotten. Cut to that Monday. I'm getting ready to take him back for the first day back to school. He jumps down the stairs. He goes, I'm a Nazi! I'm like, what the hell did you just say? He goes, I'm a Nazi. I'm like, don't ever say that again. He's like, I can't be a Nazi. No, you can't be a Nazi. Could you imagine if he had gone into school and I didn't catch him and he's going, I'm a Nazi. The teachers would have thought it was me. Oh yeah, that's Joshua. His dad's a white supremacist, just so you know. Heads up. Kids have no filter. I can't believe it. They're embarrassing. We went to this new Japanese restaurant that opened up in my town. My oldest is looking around. He's like, Daddy, how come all the people that work here are Mexican? I'm like, they're Japanese. My youngest is like, do they speak Chinese? Like, you sound like a couple of dumb racists right now. I don't even want to be near you. I'm getting my own table. I'm not, I'm not getting pulled into your racist vortex. I told him, I go, look, if you want Japanese food, you want Japanese people cooking it. You know what I mean? You get Mexican food, you want Mexican people cooking it. If you want Chinese food, you want Chinese people cooking it. If you want meth, you want white people cooking it. <laughs> Quality control. (laughs) I don't think you can take a kid to Disney at one and three. I don't think you can take them to a restaurant at one and three. Right? You ever do that? It's like, you can tell right away if a waitress has kids, by the way. I remember I'm sitting there. I got my two little kids, and she's like, can I start you off with a drink? While you look at the menu and take some time and figure out what you want. I'm like, do you not see I got two kids here under five? We're not sipping drinks talking about our day. We're ready to order. 
and you could bring the check and to-go boxes. You can bring some more crayons. They ate the last batch. Can't wait to change those diapers. It's going to get ugly. You're about 10 minutes away from a meltdown. They haven't had their nap. Right? It's all about that nap. They have to get that nap. A scheduled nap. You don't have kids. If you ever have kids, you have to know this is the most important part of your day is to get them that scheduled nap. In fact, the worst thing that can happen is you're almost home. You're in the car. You're almost home to give them the scheduled nap, and they start dozing off in the back seat. Oh, ho, 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 no. I start doing this. He's like, ah, what? I'm doing brake checks. He's like, I get a little squirk on. I keep between the seats. I wasn't even sleeping. Don't get any ideas. Eyes on the road. <laughs> was like, why can't I nap? Because it's dangerous, that's why. <laughs> You're looking for anything, you know? Anything to, you know, look out the window and be like, anything to keep them up. You know, and living up in New Hampshire, where I live, you can see some pretty cool stuff on the highway sometimes. One day we were driving, and the car that was driving alongside us had hit a deer earlier in the day. So they had tied the deer to the roof of the car. (laughs) But the car was hauling a mattress as well, so they just put the deer on top of the mattress. (laughs) They weren't leaving one of those. That's bed and breakfast for people up here, right? But it was good because my, you know, my kids were in the car and it looked like it was sleeping. boy to see that. My boy's like, Daddy, is that deer dead? I'm like, no, buddy. She's taking a nap. (laughs) Why is he bleeding? (laughs) Probably took four cookies. (laughs) You guys are great. I'm exhausted. Mike, I was... I'm exhausted. I tell you, I got two kids. (laughs) I get pulled into chaperone all the time, you know, because I'm a stay-at-home dad. Did a chaperone when my my boy was in kindergarten. They had the idea to go from New Hampshire to the Boston Aquarium. Kindergarten kids taking them from New Hampshire to the Boston Aquarium. Now, first of all, it's the most stressful thing I've ever done in chaperone. You've got to watch like 10 kids. I didn't see one fish because I'm watching the kids the whole time, right? I'm just watching these kids. I don't want to lose a kid. I don't want to lose a kid, okay? Unbelievable. On the way back, the bus breaks down on the highway. We're sitting on the side of the highway for three hours. Kids got to go to the bathroom. They're crying. They, they're hungry. It, it was so stressful. I texted my oldest boy's soccer coach to say, hey, we're not going to make it back. We're broken down on Route 128 can you take Jack to soccer practice? She texts me back. She says, Justin, I'm on the bus with you. (laughs) Didn't even know she was there. I was with her all day. And to chaperone, you have to go through a background check. So now I'm thinking, what crime can I commit where I'm no longer eligible? (laughs) Sorry, can't do it. 
Daddy ran naked down the street. <laughs> Again in kindergarten, my kindergartner went to a, a goat farm and he learned how to milk a goat. Then he rode the donkey. Then he went into the cheese cave. You know, it's a good father-son bonding moment, right? It was a fun day. Cut to later that night. He's upstairs with my wife. My wife yells down to me. She's like, Justin, get up here. I come running up the stairs. I'm like, what? She's like, look at Joshua. He's standing up in the bathtub naked going, Daddy, I'm milking myself. I'm milking myself. Daddy, look, I'm milking myself. I'm milking myself. Where did he learn that? Don't look at me. as The goat farm today. I didn't know he was going to bring that back here. I... It wasn't a PG-13 movie. It's the goat farm. And now I got to tell him, you know, that, that that's not appropriate and it's not funny. But it is funny. I'm telling you right now, there's no way, if you saw his face, of what he figured out. Just a glee in his eyes. It's like he thought he was a little genius. He's like, I'm milking myself, Daddy. I'm milking it. Like, How did he get there? He's in kindergarten. So it is funny, and I, but I gotta act like a good dad. Joshua. That is not funny. You get. It is. Uh, I'll be right back. No. And now he knows he's got me. And once they know they made you laugh, forget about it. Cat's out of the bag. He's now jumps out of the tub. He's running up and down the hallway. I'm milking myself, Daddy. I'm milking myself. I wanted to tell him, look, you're not going to be laughing when you realize how often you're going to be doing that. That gets unfunny fast. But that's the difference between boys and girls. Girls see, you know, learn how to milk a goat, and they're thinking, oh, that's where milk comes from. Boys are thinking, I'm going to try that tonight. I can't wait for tubby time. <laughs> Mommy, can I go first tonight? Can I do tubby? And then, you know what? Can I be honest? I was actually happy to see him playing with something other than his electronic device for a change. Yeah! These electronic devices, forget about it. They're taking over the world. Right? They have that one, they're addicted to them. They have that one week in the spring at school where I live called Unplugged Week. No screens for a whole week. Yeah. It usually coincides with first time I spank my kid week. <laughs> Kids used to come over to your house. The first thing they would ask when friends came over was where your bathroom was. Now they ask, what's your Wi-Fi password? That's all they care about. What's your Wi-Fi password? And God forbid you don't have Wi-Fi. You don't have Wi-Fi. I'm like, what's my Wi-Fi password? It's actually, it's a, all one word, all lowercase. Uh, go outside and play. <laughs> With a middle finger emoji. <laughs> they break them, they drop them, they shatter them, right? We've got them shattered, so I've got to get the cases for them. 
right? And my oldest keeps, I got the military case. It could fall out of a helicopter. It could get run over by a truck. It's like a $99 case. He keeps taking it out of the case. I'm like, Jack, put the case on there. He's like, I don't like it with the case. Well, you don't have a choice. Put the case on. He's like, I don't like how it feels. I'm like, well, you know what? Daddy has to do some things, too, where he doesn't like how it feels with the case, but he wears the case. All right? If you don't wear the case, bad things can happen. All right? My wife's great, though. I've been with her for 22 years, and I think I speak for every married person in this room, men and women, that when I said I do, I didn't realize what I did. <laughs> right? Yeah, you know. But we have a very normal marriage. We're staying together for the kids. <laughs> Over here, too? Yeah, it's okay. Yeah, hey. I don't blame. Look, they say if you get divorced, the kids might think it's their fault. So I sat my two boys down. I'm like, look, guys, your mother and I have decided to stay together. And that's your fault. <laughs> I'm half kidding. But here's my point. If my, my, my wife, if I didn't have kids, there's no way my wife's staying with me. I, I believe she would be out of there. She would. She, there's no, she, she's already annoyed with me. Anyone else in a relationship? She's got like this OCD thing where I can't like chew near her. Anyone else in a relationship where you can't chew near your spouse? She's like, ah, oh, that noise, it's driving me crazy. I'm like, what? She's like, you're chewing. I'm like, ah, I gotta chew, I gotta eat. You know how much weight you lose when you can't eat? Look at me. How did that happen? We were feeding each other cake not that long ago at the wedding. Now I can't even chew in the same room. And one time, true story, she's in the living room by herself. I come around to my end of the couch. I sit down and I bit into a potato chip. Okay? I was like... Are you fucking kidding me right now? You have to do that in here. I don't know if I have to. I thought maybe I, you know... Have a chip and watch the flat screen once in a while. Now when I eat chips, you know what I do? I go down the other end of the house, I crack a window, and I eat the chips at the open window. My neighbors are like, Justin, do you smoke cigarettes? I'm like, oh, no. When I eat chips, I open the window so the sound goes out onto the porch. My wife likes that. She really appreciates it. She's got this thing about the shoes off, right? You got to have all the kids, all of us, we can't have our shoes on in the house, which I'm fine with, okay? But this is her one day. She's, she's like, oh, I'm so aggravated right now. I'm like, what? She's like, all the shoes by the door. <laughs> I'm like, you want us to take our shoes off? We come in the door. We have to set the shoes by the door. Do you want to make us shoe holsters? We'll wear them on our hips. <laughs> what, do, what do you want us to do? Want my friend to come over? I'm like, here, put this on. He's like, what's that? I go, it's a shoe hole, so hurry up, get your boots. Put a boot on each side. It's my wife. She's like, but she's not even home. She'll know. <laughs> you ever go to somebody's house where they want you to take your shoes off, but their house is a shithole? 
I'm like, take my shoes off. Your carpet looks like an everything bagel. I'm going to track stuff out of here. I'm going to take my shoes off before I get back in my car. Put them in my trunk and then hose them off. When I get home and tell my wife I watered the flowers. But as parents, man, kids age us, right? My wife is, you know, not doing as good as me with it as far as she's... Uh, let, me, let me rephrase that. Let me rephrase it. She's not handling it as well. That's how I meant to say it. She's not handling it as well. I'm falling apart. But here's my thing. She's into all these uh, anti-wrinkle creams and serums. And I go in the bathroom one day and I'm just looking at all this new stuff. It's, got, it's all made with, like, food. It's got potatoes and carrots and rosemary and... It says gluten-free on all of it. I'm like, what is this stuff? Like, is this food? Can you eat it? She's like, you could, but I put it on my face. <laughs> you better hope you don't die alone with the dogs. They're going to eat your face. I mean, that's, you're like a pot roast on a pillow with that stuff on. <laughs> but this stuff isn't cheap. It's like a little thing like this of this anti-wrinkle serum. It's like 80 bucks. My wife is 46 years old. Do you have any idea the amount of money we spend to make her look 45? <laughs> Can't we just dim the lights? <laughs> right? We'll save on the electricity, too. I got a friend. People that don't have kids yet. And they, they, I, got a, I got a friend that's married six months. He's got no kids yet. Out of the blue, he just asks me, right? He's like, is there a song that you and your wife like to listen to when you're banging? <laughs> banging? I've been with my wife for 22 years. I, I wouldn't call it banging. Right, there's not a lot of banging going on. I don't think that's the right word. Maybe some leaning. I'm just saying. Last time we made love, it looked like we were doing the mannequin challenge. But I'm like, is there a song? No, there's not a song. We got two little kids. We can't have music playing. We have to hear if they get up and walk towards the bedroom. I got to lay stuff out in the hallway to trip them. I throw Legos down on the floor so they know what it feels like to step on a Lego with a bare foot. They're like, ah! I'm like, yeah, that hurts, doesn't it? Pick those up. Barefoot on a Lego, that'll take down a Navy SEAL. I don't care how tough you think you are. You step on a Lego with a bare foot, you're going down. But I will share this with you, a moment with my wife and I in our bedroom one night. I'm laying in bed, and I got my, you know, I got my back to my wife. You know, she's over here. I close my eyes, right? All of a sudden, my wife starts rubbing my leg. And I'm thinking... This is a weeknight. <laughs> this makes no sense at all. I'm like... <laughs> but then I'm thinking maybe one of her friends sent her an article. You know, a link online, you know. But how you gotta spice it up. 
keep it spontaneous, keep them guessing, keep it fresh. But I'm thinking, you know what, what do I care, all right? Pete the cat is getting up to bat. <laughs> yeah. So I turn around to be like, hey. She goes, I thought you were the dog. <laughs> Pete strikes out again. But I was not sad because I tried my best. You guys were awesome. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. kid no and he asks why not because I said so that's why we all right on that sound by the way guys everybody I just heard that cut out are we all right guys yeah. no I mean on the, the crew are we good <laughs> I, know, I know you guys are fine but we're okay with it we can see your lips too we're good we're just happy to be away from the kids for a minute so you do whatever we don't need any of this bullshit Kill these lights if you want. I don't even know why you put them up there. Kind of distracting. If you love what you heard today, don't keep it to yourself. Share this episode with friends and family and let's spread the laughter. Don't forget to check out the show notes for more information on today's guests and special offers just for our listeners. Thanks for tuning in and we'll be back soon with even more laughs. 
Join the fucking funny community today.